You're listening to the Incubate Her podcast, episode number 16. About self-development, fulfillment, and career growth so you can reach your true potential. Now your host, Pauline Francois. Hello, everyone. I am so glad to be back and on track. It is Thursday and we are recording, so definitely feels good. Though I am not sure how this episode is going to go because... I know what I want to talk about, but unusually from most of the time that I am speaking to you, I do not have a true outline. So it's going to go how it's going to go. I hope you are doing well. The situation is unfortunately still not getting better. So, you know, it's like (laughs) every time I say it, I feel like it's very redundant, but I know it's weighing heavy on more and more people. People are definitely getting wary of the situation. So it's just my way of sending a lot of love and empathy out there and just wanted to remind you that you are not alone. Though I am a very upbeat person and enthusiastic person, and this is also weighing on me, you know, not being able to see my loved ones as I please. It is definitely difficult and a situation that I hope will solve itself at some point in the near future, but nowadays nothing is taken for granted at all. So I hope you all hanging in there and finding some comfort in the spring that's coming soon. That's definitely something that is lifting my mood and seeing that the days are getting longer and whatnot. That's I just can't get tired of it. And I think I spoke about it in the last episode last week, but you know, it's probably something you're going to hear a lot uh, because I love spring and I absolutely love summer. So today I want to talk about a topic that is very important to me and that surprises most people is the fact that I truly think there's enough for everyone. And for some people, they view it as naive or optimistic or a little bit of a rainbows and daisies situation. But I truly believe that there's enough for everyone. In that if you find your true purpose and what makes you happy and what makes you fulfilled, it doesn't take away from anyone. Actually, it inspires other people. And that's why for me, you know, coming from a place where I feel if I personally reach my full potential and I'm in a space where I'm happy and content with what I have, I feel it's only going to be a positive thing for others who surround me in that it will also make them want to go after what they want. You know, I don't see it as I am developing myself, therefore doing that, I am taking away from other people. So that's what I mean by there's enough for everyone is no matter how much success you have or how much happiness you have, we can quantify that. (laughs) It can only add to other people's success and happiness as well because it is inspiring. Now, there's always going to be people who feel threatened and it's basically just coming from thoughts that they're having in their brain and they're coming from a place of scarcity. And so when you are looking into your own growth and your own development career-wise, 
you know, never think that you have to take from someone to go somewhere. That's a discussion I've had in the past with some of my friends while I was interviewing for companies. And a question that often came back was, who are the other people interviewing? How many are they? That's honestly a question I never ask because I don't care. <laughs> I feel that if I am the right person for the job, I will get it. And if I'm not, I won't. It doesn't matter how many other people are involved in the process. Now, of course, if I'm the only one interviewing, there's a higher chance that I'm going to get chosen for that position. But that's not how I want to see it. I don't want to be chosen because I'm the only one there, you know, interviewing. I want to be chosen because I'm the best one, because I'm the best potential, because I have convinced them, because my skills match what they're looking for, because there's a reciprocated match between the company and myself on, you know, what I want to do in this company, the, the career I want to have. Really, when I when I say it like that, most people are very taken aback. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> don't you want to know who else is interviewing so you know what's your best luck? And the way I see it is for me, it's just going to add to my potential anxiousness and to know more about a context that I do not have a control over. There's no way I can control my environment. There's no way I can control the context in which I'm interviewing potentially. So the only thing I can control is my thoughts around that interview process. And for me personally, knowing how many people there are, it just freaks me out. So, <laughs> And I have, I have an anecdote about interviewing for Cisco. When I interviewed for Cisco, there were gosh, I think probably 20 of us. I mean, if there's some old Cisco alumni from my <laughs> from from my time, do correct me, but I think there was there were many people. Maybe there were 30. I don't know. There were a lot of us interviewing, and it was one of these processes where we were all interviewing during the same day. So we all had the same different interviews to go through, the different scenarios to prepare for, and we were all there together in the headquarters of the French office in Paris, or near Paris. And I remember getting there very vividly, and that was like <laughs> 11 years ago now. Oh my god. And... I bumped into the first other applicant and he was wearing a suit and he was really tall and, you know, he looked really sharp and like he had his shit together. <laughs> um, and I remember being like, oh my gosh, there's no way I can compete with these people. Like... I'm not coming from a Ivy League university. I am just me, so, you know. And there's a chance that other people might have said that seeing me coming there. But, you know, my point is seeing the competition just doesn't help. It just adds to my stress. So in that sense, it's not 
relevant for me to think too much about it or investigate around that that topic. So anyways, I did well, obviously, during these interviews at Cisco because I was hired afterwards. But, you know, something you want to consider is it doesn't really matter how many other people there are out there looking for that t same job. You are you and that's a differentiator in itself there's a company out there or there are customers out there if you become an entrepreneur and have your own startup that are looking for what you have to offer i think it's also true in terms of friendships and relationships there's no goal in thinking that whatever you have or whatever the other has is taking anything away from you i think it's a virtuous cycle where we can all build each other up and You know, that's the essence of that podcast is whatever I achieve, I want to share and I hope it touches someone and it helps them on a day where they're seeking advice, on a day where they're feeling low and they'll see, um, I do feel low, <laughs> you know, and I do uh, stumble and I do fail and um, I'm still making my way where I want to go. And that's the most important thing is doing that and, and doing that, knowing that you potentially give back to others. It's even more meaningful and purposeful. So definitely a big driver for me to have that in mind. And also it's something that adds to my power is I do not focus on other people other than I love actually seeing people succeed and I love seeing people be happy <laughs> you know it's a way of being inspired and and just being curious about how they made it what was their thought process around creating such company or such initiative that worked how can I potentially apply that? Would they be open to giving me advice or to mentor me? So that's more how I see it. And of course, not everyone is going to be willing to mentor you or take the time to mentor you. But most of us now, especially in tech, are sharing advice, whether it is through social media or people writing books or doing sessions on mentoring and are doing interviews on TV and whatnot. There's a lot of content that you can access to from the people who could potentially inspire you and you could look up to to feed yourself. One of the best practices for me is always thinking that there's enough for everyone and always thinking that no matter how much someone else has, it doesn't impact me. It can only inspire me, but you know, it doesn't impact me. And that's the same for me. I never want to be scared of taking away from someone. First of all, because it's not my personality. That's not how I'm built. I never want to succeed at the expense of someone. I want to succeed for me and for others sort of thinking around that and being able to to know that no matter what you're doing it's not taking away from anyone else that's very powerful if there are people in your trajectory who sort of get angry at your success or get jealous or get envious they're probably not 
very confident people and are looking from a place of scarcity, thinking that whatever you have takes away from them. I think we can all build richness and I think we can all have a lot. And having a lot is not necessarily money or a big title in a company. My definition of having a lot is having what you're meant to have in terms of your drivers and your passions. That's what having a lot to me is. So I truly believe that there's no way we can take away from one another being fulfilled because we all are different and we all want different things. So for me, having a lot is having love from my loved ones, is having a job I'm passionate about, is being able to have time for my passions. So music and eating a lot of chocolate. (laughs) What is true for me in terms of passions and interests and drivers is going to be completely different from somebody else. So I think we all have these different wishes and goals and they don't compete with one another. They can enrich from one another but they don't compete because they're not entirely the same. And so if that's a blocker for you in your life, being scared of what are other people going to think if I do this and that, and what if I am super successful, will other people be mad at me? What if I make a lot of money? Will people envy me or think badly of me? Then, you know, Ask yourself, what would you rather do? Is Would you rather talk to the people who are willing to be inspired by you? Or would you rather diminish your impact for people who come from a place of scarcity? I would love to get your thoughts on this. I know I have been told that there are issues on my website for posting comments. I have yet to tackle that. (laughs) It is on my very long and fastidious to-do list, but it is there. So (laughs) I will handle it at some point, but you can always reach out to me on Instagram. It's at The Incubator, and I post a weekly, at least if not twice a week, post there. But I do have one post per podcast episode where we can interact and comment on on the different topics that I'm addressing that week. So I hope you guys are well and I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Comment on this episode on the incubator.net. For more tips and content, visit the paulinefrancois.net site. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. I appreciate your support so much and I'll talk to you soon.